Älskling, älskling Torka bort ditt Hello and welcome to Inglorious Artists, episode 16. And today I'm talking to musician Andy Almqvist. And what you're hearing in the background is a track from his latest album, Tiltad. And it's also a Swedish version of an older song from uh, the album Red Room Stories, called Red Room. Andy has been releasing albums since the mid-2000s, and they've all been in English. And this is his first album, written in his native Swedish. And he's had songs... Featured in films like Thomas Winterberg's The Hunt and in TV shows like Angie Tribeca and Justified. Earlier in his life, he was an animator and a comic book artist and an illustrator and has recently been on stage in a musical. We're talking about all this and more, so stay tuned. This is my conversation with Andy Amquist. Thank you. Uh, I usually start off with like talking about how I know the person or from where I know their stuff. And and, uh, I was thinking about that and I can't really pinpoint. Maybe you can help me. I first discovered you and your music uh, plenty of years ago. And I was sitting at the restaurant Merlin, a local restaurant here. And I don't think they have live music anymore, but they used to back then. And... uh, you were playing, so you. I got there, and then you sat down with the electric guitar, and the first notes of Low Dive Jenny started playing up and filled the room, and I was like, whoa, what the fuck is this? <laughs> this is interesting. And I don't, when can that have been? Like 2007 or something like that? Yeah, probably. Mm. The, the album uh, Red Room Stories was released in 2007, so that, okay. that's yeah. probably right. Mm. All right, right, right. And you just released your latest. Yeah, yesterday, actually. Yeah, yeah. We're on the ball. (laughs) (laughs) I got got an email from Spotify notifying me and everything. uh, All right. And now you just released an album with your first Swedish language material. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Why? What possessed you? (laughs) What happened? Well, uh, more or less... uh, I started uh, writing material for a new album, and uh, as usual, I started out in English. Mm. And I, <clears throat> I just realized I, uh, I was repeating myself. I, I wrote mm. like the songs I came up with were uh, less good versions of songs I'd already written. So I, I don't know. I, I got really bored. Uh, about myself hmm. and then I, I realized I found a, I found a notebook where I had written some Swedish lyrics a long time ago started reading them and, and uh, thought well it's pretty good maybe hmm. I should try to do this hmm. and uh, it went really well like fast hmm. I wrote a couple of songs and then I needed to uh, reinvent myself. Mm. Uh, you felt inspired again. Exactly. Mm. Yeah. And you also, uh, I think I counted it to three songs that were like old songs, but now in Swedish versions. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And uh, I guess that's smart as well to, you know, reinvent the old. Uh, yeah. The well, old well, golden one ones. Of, <laughs> one of them. Uh, 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 that's called pornography in uh, in uh, English mm. uh, and Yamodal in Swedish. Yeah. I actually wrote that one in Swedish first. Ah, okay. Uh, and then I, I changed the lyrics a little bit now to the, to this version, but uh, it actually came before pornography. Mm. So uh, mm. uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't mean the same thing for, for anyone who's wondering. No, Yamodal is not pornography at all. <laughs> But I guess it's you know lyrically it's in the same uh, same world same theme and stuff, yeah. um, and then I got to wonder uh, the first song on the album 
you sing about a, a psycho girl called Jenny. Is that the same Jenny as in Low Dive Jenny from Red Room Stories? Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. Uh, okay. yeah, I, <laughs> yeah, I, I, um, I don't know. Uh, just uh, Jen is just a good name. <laughs> I don't know. Good it's name not to an sing. Person. No, good uh, name to sing. I guess. Yeah, I, I, I got the name uh, Low Dive Jenny from uh, Kurt Weil. Uh-huh. Uh huh. What's it called? Drei Groschen Opera in German. Uh huh. Okay. Three Penny Opera or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, yeah. Uh, there's a there's a character there there called Seroy uh, Bojenny. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And in uh, English, it's uh, pirate Jenny or low dive Jenny. So that's mm. that's where I got the character. Mm. I started like uh, fantasizing about her childhood and stuff. So uh, yeah, whatever. Mm. That's where the idea came from. Right, and it was time to revisit her. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I, it's a, it's nice for me uh, who live in this town to hear this album as well because it's so local yeah. uh, there's a lot of local places mentioned and stuff like that and uh, um, I, I guess you uh, if you're from around here you feel connected a little bit more to whatever is going on in the in the songs and stuff like that yeah. uh, how, how does how is that for you to to write that stuff uh, does it feel like it's more connected to you as well or uh, is it are there things you want to uh, want to touch upon or even like avoid does, does it feel like too close sometimes no I, I I've written so many songs about other places in the world that I visited like mm. Amsterdam New York uh, Berlin or whatever mm. and uh, you never written about a place you haven't been to Actually, uh, I wrote about Warsaw before I visited. Ah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of Le Read. Warsaw Holiday was, was written actually three weeks before I went there. Uh, just oh, I, no. how I imagined the town. Well, that's I, cool. That's yeah, a cool idea. Yeah. And when I got there, I, I got it exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, damn. Feels kind of Lou Reedy, uh, like yeah. the Berlin thing. Yeah, right? exactly. <laughs> Uh, well, about Malmö, Malmö is an interesting town in mm. many ways, and it just felt right to uh, when I when I wrote this album in Swedish uh, to to write about my my own hometown. Like, yeah, mm. and uh, I've been living here now for many many years. Mm, mm. I've seen the changes and uh, for better and worse, and uh, yeah. The 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 songs. Uh, some of the songs are about like a some nostalgic, sentimental point of view of my my town. Yeah, like Chiusabe about yeah, the yeah. area of town. Yeah. yeah. Were you? Did you grow up out there? No, but I worked there for many years, uh-huh. uh, so I know the the the, the era really well. Mm-hmm. And I still th- I think it's still uh, part of the old Malmo. Mm, uh, yes. In many ways, yeah. it hasn't changed much over no. the years, like like the rest of the town. Mm. No, because so it's, it's on the other side of the tracks, literally. Literally, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, and uh, kind of uh, its own little society, almost own, yeah. own little town. Um, you you're not really nice to Malmo uh, overall, <laughs> I think, in the lyrics. But I guess is that a, a love letter as well? Like, there's some kind of do you do you find there's some kind of romanticism in the the drugs and the seediness and whatever <laughs> that you take up in the songs? It's not very romantic, but I mean, it's it's part of the reality of this town. Yeah. It, it has a lot of problems with crime, and I also uh, I, I work with a lot of, with a, uh, at a home for addicts, so I got oh, yeah. a lot of uh, first-hand information and. Mm. And uh, inspiration from those guys, mm. uh, the way they talk, like the way uh, and the the warmth between them. The, yeah. the, I mean these these people. People. I mean, you shouldn't forget about that. Like the the comradeship. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and that's. I just find it interesting. Mm. It's more interesting than Liam Hamm for me. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know what I mean, like. Yeah. Uh, 
which is kind of an upscale type of yeah. place in the town. Yeah, yeah. I mean, sure, it is. I mean, yeah. there's probably interesting stories in Limhamn as well. Uh, somebody else can write about them. Exactly. Yeah. But do you have any formal education uh, as a musician? No, not really. Uh, I took some guitar lessons when I was uh, 19 years old. Mm. A guy taught me pick, picking style. Mm-hmm. Um, that's all, actually. <laughs> that I had taught myself. That's nice. Yeah. Because you, uh, your playing style suggests that you really know what you're doing on a like a music theory level sometimes. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and uh, well, thanks. I never thought about it that way. <laughs> and uh, in, on the other way, I guess maybe maybe not maybe i mean some songs suggest that you try things out until uh, they they work because um i think there's several of your songs where you play around with really atonal kind of sounds to Mm -hmm. to make you feel kind of unease and i think that's really cool sometimes when i play around with guitars myself and i play something atonal i'm like that sounded like andy (laughs) <laughs> shit <laughs> immediately like it's kind of your thing now so and i and i guess some schooled musicians wouldn't go there because no that's wrong or something uh, maybe i don't know maybe, yeah. <laughs> uh well the atonal uh stuff i always I um i always uh was fascinated by uh, uh like the music in movies mm. and uh especially horror movies mm, mm, mm. and you hear that stuff all the time there like from uh yeah, from hitchcock to uh stanley kubrick's the shining or whatever mm, like yeah, it's yeah. Uh, it's fascinating what mood you can mm. what music how the music brings you into a certain mood yeah how important it is for for these movies i mean if you would remove the music there would be not much left there, I, I think. Like, it's a very important part of the mm, mm. Yeah, piece the, of art. The psycho shower scene wouldn't yeah. be the same thing without that. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, it's brilliant. It's, mm. it's, it's really brilliant. Yeah, and you you seem to have a bit of that, like, horror type of feeling in some of your songs. Yeah. And then you couple that, contrast that with very, almost like romantic yeah. uh, sentimental kind of sound as well you you kind of kept that uh, that contrast on all the albums you don't ha- really have one album that is the 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 hard album uh, or and one that is the, m- the more soft one like maybe Nick Cave and the Bad Seats would do they yeah. they have so, so similar albums you you can kind of kept that balance uh, in everything haven't you yeah uh <clears throat> yeah, I mean, usually when I write music, I don't really plan it, what's going to be there. But sometimes, I mean, when you put an album together, like this one, the new one, Tiltad, I felt like, I, I mean, it, when I had like eight or nine songs, mm-hmm. I need one more. I need a rough one now. So mm-hmm. I did one, the, the roughest one I ever wrote, the the, the title track. The, yeah. uh, we just jammed it like with with the with the guys in the band and recorded it in in an hour i like the contrast i i mean it's nice to be able to uh show people that you don't know who i am like (laughs) right right. you're not you're not gonna put me a label on me you Mm, know mm, mm, right i can i can easily do like a a really slow jazz number and then a punk song the next i don't care like it's Mm. uh, it's uh, I like that kind of contrast myself. So. Then it reflects life, I guess. You know, you have your ups and downs, and you have your scary bits, and you have your nice bits, and yeah. <laughs> like that. Uh, you call it jazzy bits, and yeah, I guess they are. And the jazzy bits are mostly like piano based or something like that. And uh, but but that's difficult to to play and to to write. How how do you self self teach yourself to be uh, almost on a jazz playing level skill well, I, sur- I surround myself with very skilled uh, musicians yeah, that's, uh, <laughs> that's uh, who uh, helped me with the arranging uh, parts and stuff mm. uh, um, I, I actually enjoy very much playing with jazz people yeah they are more uh, I mean, their knowledge. Uh, most of the time, I don't. When they're talking, 
to each other. Mm. I don't understand what they're saying, but ah. what comes out is great, you know. <laughs> yeah. oh, let's do this, this, this. Uh, yeah, do it. Mm. <laughs> so uh, what's the process? Are you writing a lyric and you got your chords and okay i'm gonna have an a minor here and an e minor here and a d and whatever mm. and then you just present it to those kind of people and they go all right we think we know what we got to do about this and and do they like add well it would be nice if this was a e minor 13 and <laughs> blah blah so yeah, on. could could be like that mm. most of the times the 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 songs are quite ready like in their structure with the uh, with all the chords actually but they they color it yeah with their strangeness and their uh, knowledge mm. um, and I, I when when i choose a, or choose but when i choose a musician or mm. when they choose to play with me mm. uh, i i give them a lot of freedom uh, because I already like how they're playing, so I know it's going to be yeah, yeah, yeah. good. Yeah. I, I don't control it that much. No, you collaborate with somebody because you like what they're doing, yeah. of course. Yeah. yeah, yeah. so I guess all the riffs and uh, themes and stuff, though, they come from you. And yeah, but uh, then, I mean, the, the recording process is quite interesting. Like you have a certain sound or, or uh, in your mind, mm. you're, this is, I, I would like this song to sound like this or that. Mm then it turns out totally different yeah, yeah and 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 sometimes better than you could imagine if you oh, yeah, if yeah. you're lucky if you're lucky of but course many times the opposite too <laughs> okay yeah. <laughs> yeah but but you just let it go there you don't fight it really uh if i don't like it we we try something else yeah but you know uh, i don't uh, settle for something i don't like but many times you can surprise you where a song goes mm. like any examples yeah like the on the new album uh, the first song the jenny song mm. uh, i picture that one like i, I wrote it on a piano like more like a, a jon johansson uh, mm-hmm. ballad mm-hmm. Uh, jon johansson is a or was a fantastic uh, Swedish jazz piano mm. player. Mm. Uh, yeah. Uh, and he had a very certain sound. So I I wrote it in his uh, spirit. Mm. And then when we uh, were going to record it, the, the piano was broken. Oh, okay. <laughs> so uh, something had fallen down on the strings or something inside. Okay. So did some, okay. some uh, keys didn't work. Mm. And then we had we tried a Fender Rhodes uh, piano and uh, it was also broken. Okay. <laughs> so I told uh, the bass player, well, let's just do it with upright bass and, and vocals. Just mm. let's try it. Mm. And... Uh, Oh, I think it turned out pretty cool. Like yeah, we yeah. Did the, 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 that's how that's how the song is uh, on the album. Yeah, just vocals and finger snaps and uh, and the upright bass. Yeah, it's really cool yeah. and uh, very varied. Like time signatures all over the place, almost, and uh, it's yeah. held together by <laughs> rubber bands, to, almost, <laughs> uh, and that's it suits the lyrics. Yeah. I thought about this, I, like about any kind of uh, artist that has been going on for a while, and about my own stuff as well. When it comes to like simple arrangements and stuff like that, would you have done that on your first or second album, or do you feel like you can do that now when you have proven you can do all those other multi-layered, uh, advanced kind of stuff? Yeah, because I, I I feel. Uh, that to do simple stuff uh, you almost had to have done other things just to prove yourself so it doesn't seem like oh this is all I can do yeah yeah maybe maybe Uh, you're right I mean it it was also uh, I got a little tired of um, I'm not going to mention any names but (laughs) uh, I got a little tired of these productions that drown the the vocals in in uh, feedback and uh, and uh, doom mm. industrial sounds i mean i like that but mm. but it, it, i just got tired of it yeah. i just want to do something stripped down mm. 
uh, to the point. Uh, there it is. You, you can hear the lyrics uh, very clearly. Mm. Uh, Not a lot of reverb. Or, no, uh, just the room sound and mm. just some honest uh, stuff. I mean, I, I, it's not that I think that feedback or industrial sounds are dishonest. That's no, not what I mean. I, no. just, I just wanted to uh, do something different than I did before. Mm, there's a time and a place. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this was the time and place yeah, for this. Yeah. Uh, and also, like, we didn't have... I mean, we didn't have much money, and I, I didn't have that that great of i mean i didn't have a, a big plan I, this <laughs> this is how this album's going to sound mm. and I, i started a recording in the basement with my friend Mats Ingvason who's mm. a great uh, upright bass player yeah and uh, of course he uh, colored the sound of the the album uh, mm. with his uh, bass sounds and i mean it, it just uh, he We, we we called up a couple of his friends, a trumpet player and uh, his mm. his son played the drums, and mm. it it just happened, you know. Mm, mm, wasn't mm. A, some grand plan behind behind it all, but I think it turned that's, out pretty well. Yeah, yeah, that's a great way to to work. I think when it yeah. comes to music, you just see what happens and yeah. uh, improvise, adapt, and overcome. Yeah. And uh, if you had had a lot of money and been one of those super <laughs> rich uh, recording <laughs> artists then, then you wouldn't then you wouldn't have gotten to that result when the piano was broken you would just okay we got to get another piano in exactly. here <laughs> just rent a Steinway and get it in here mm. we'll wait <laughs> but in this case no no such thing no no mm. Where did you record it at my my friend Mutt's uh, house actually yeah, 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 yeah. like uh, in yes yeah, so, i think the room is 10 square meters in this basement. Mm. I mean, the, the, the equipment we used was pretty... Uh, I mean, there were no uh, like uh, U47 uh, microphones or anything like right, that. Right. It was cheap, cheap microphones and, and uh, uh, an outdated version of Pro Tools. Uh, <laughs> and, yeah, uh, mine know. is kind of outdated as well. Okay, okay, yeah. <laughs> uh, but I mean... We put some heart into it. I think that's the most important thing yeah, when sure. you record. So the room was that small. Yeah. Not very treated, I guess, because I think it sounds roomier <laughs> than that. Uh, yeah, well, we uh, sometimes place the microphone out in the washing room. like ah. the five <laughs> square meters so we could get the the reverb that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Natural reverb yeah. is the best. Yeah. Yeah. Echo chambers. I guess it's an echo chamber of a, of some sort. Yeah. Just don't do the washing at the same time. Or maybe that would be interesting. <laughs> yeah. Well, it happens sometimes that the, the, the we got a few hums from the there's a the refrigerator down down there too. Like uh, started buzzing, mm, mm. but we just left it on there. I mean, it's yeah, sure, it's ambient. Like I'm gonna leave the these yeah. two goddamn <laughs> motorcycles on here now. <laughs> Oh, this street. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the album title is Tiltad, which means like tilted uh, from the uh, pinball machine uh, mm. vernacular. And uh, you, there's pictures of a pinball machine uh, on the cover, and it's an arcade and everything. Where is that? And what what is that pinball machine? Because it looks kind of old. Yeah, it's uh, it's actually a fantastic place here in the town. I was sitting with. Uh, We one weekend this autumn, uh, and uh, with my son, and we were, were bored. I thought, well, what are we gonna do today? And and uh, usually when we uh, visit my sister in uh, Vienna, mm-hmm. in Austria, mm-hmm. uh, she lives there. Uh, we go to Prato, the the big uh, uh, what's it called carnival, uh, the amusement park. Oh, okay, uh, yeah, yeah. With a big wheel from uh, the third man, you know, the Orson ah, Welles. Ah, right, okay. Uh, yeah. Mm. And they have a lot of uh, like pinball arcades there. Usually we go there and play when we're there. And mm. my son said, I wish there was a place like that in Malmö. So I Googled it. Mm. And this place had just opened. Mm. Uh, so we went there. And it's, I mean, it's a great nerdy place called. Uh, uh, Replay Pinball Arcade. Oh, yeah. There's about mm. 40 old uh, machines. Mm. 
and uh, you can drink beers there and uh, like it's a very very cool relaxed place so we started mm. going there and uh, playing a lot of pinball and that's how the title of the album came to me yeah, yeah. But, uh, of course the, the the word tilt that could also mean like uh, uh, yeah skewed or yeah, like, uh, crazy yeah, cra- yeah, or, uh, yeah. fucked up in the head yeah, yeah. Or, like something mm, like that so, a bit off <laughs> yeah Mm. So, uh, it, it was quite fitting. Mm. I got to go to that pinball place. I, yeah. I've heard about it. Don't they have some kind of thing where you just pay a flat fee and then you can play how yeah, much sure. you want? You can play the whole evening for a hundred crowns. Oh shit! Okay. <laughs> and the beer is just twenty crowns. That's not a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and is, they have really old pinball machines. Yeah, they have. I mean, they have from from uh, they, they got some new ones too. Mm. Like, uh, new new classics, maybe. Yeah, exactly. The, he actually just bought one, a brand new one. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could, you could, you can control the, the what do you call it, flippers? I don't know yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, with, with yeah. your mobile phone, okay, <laughs> stuff like that. <laughs> but they also have like from the fifties, sixties, seventies, eighties, and nineties. Mm. Uh, these really old, uh, uh, you know, the Adams family, you know, and yeah. those old. Uh, is machines. that what it is on the cover? Adam's family? No, it's, uh, I think it's some Miami Vice machine or something. Oh, okay. <laughs> and there's, there's a couple of different ones. Um, there's a Dolly Parton, <laughs> the, the, the one with the leg on it. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's from the Dolly Parton machine. Uh, okay, okay. And, uh, <laughs> Who came up with that idea? Let's do a pinball machine of Dolly Parton. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you always have kind of interesting covers and stuff. Um, you've been in uh, the, the submarine, right, uh, down uh, at the museum? Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, on one album. And uh, and you had on Red Room Stories, uh, it's made by like one of our prime uh, anim- anim- film animators. Yeah, uh, Paroline. Yeah, yeah. So that's uh, instant nostalgia when you see his, his style. Yeah, I love his work. Uh, I, I worked at his studio for a, on a few films, actually, as a... Oh. Yeah. Okay. Uh, as a, what do you call it? Not an animator, but an animator assistant. Uh, okay. That is that the animators do the key drawings and I do the in-betweens. Yeah, yeah. Like to make the movement flow. Yeah. So uh, I wasn't, I, I worked there and uh, I, I asked him. I, I, it took me two or three months mm-hmm. to, to get the nerve to go to his office and ask him to do the cover. And he was just like, yeah, well, uh, can I listen to it? Yeah, and he, he mm. did. And then he came, sure, I'll do it. So you were working there at that time when you were doing that album? Yeah. All right. Yeah, it was uh, Lilla Spöket Laban. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the short films. Uh, mm. About a little ghost. <laughs> a little, a little uh, nice ghost, yeah. Yeah, um, that's your background, isn't it? That you, you used to draw and you'd done comics and stuff, yeah. uh, just like I have. Um, and that that came before the music, I guess. Yeah, I started with that really early, like seven when I was seven or eight. Mm. Uh, um, my stepbrother was a really good uh, cartoonist, uh-huh. so I was inspired by him. Mm. And then is he I, somebody we know of? Or? No, he uh, unfortunately he uh, didn't pursue that talent. Ah. So he's in I don't know some computer. Stuff now. Okay, he wanted so, to make money instead. I guess. Yeah, it. he makes a lot more <laughs> money than me, <laughs> for yeah. sure. Uh, but yeah, I, I started out pretty early with that, and I was uh, published for the first time in uh, this uh, old Swedish uh, comic magazine called Svenska Serio. Oh yeah, mm. yeah. I I tried a couple of times, but I never got in there. <laughs> yeah, I I got in there. Two times. I got published two times there, I guess. Then I got a job at Serie Magazine. At, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Where, I, I, where I drew my own comics uh, for a few years. Oh. And then... Uh, Steady gig. Yeah. Nice. Then I, I started at uh, Sydsvenskan, mm. where I made illustrations and comics for about almost 10 years. Wow. Okay. Yeah, that's our, one of our local newspapers. Yeah. Why? Why have you like moved on from that to over to music and and other things? Uh, basically, uh, uh, because uh, I thought I was better at music. Uh, in in okay. any way that, if I can explain, I thought that just in this town, 
there are there are like uh, many who are better at the drawing stuff than me. Oh yeah, we're uh, in a... they're, they're really good ones. But in, mm. in my f- field of music, I, I don't know how this is going to sound, but <laughs> but I, I think <laughs> don't I'm, be modest. I'm, I'm, I, yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> modest is not my my uh... forte. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, and and also Sydsvenskan, uh, uh, the the big newspaper around mm. here. They uh, lost a lot of uh, readers hmm. because of the internet and, and like all other uh, hmm. newspapers. So they cut down on the freelancers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and that was my main income for a while. Hmm. Uh, so and the the comic uh, business, like, uh, there's not mo- much money in that anyway. No. Uh, so it, it was more, uh, and then the music uh, just took over. I mean. It, went pretty well the first records and i got i got some tours and mm. and stuff like that yeah so, so I, I don't know it just happened yeah you stick to what sticks yeah i guess yeah yeah, yeah we, we we do live in a comic book town so yeah. uh, it's kind of cutthroat around here yeah. and uh yeah like you said you don't make a lot of money doing that kind of stuff unless you're the top top level and you make shit tons of money because you're in all the newspapers and you're syndicated and all that kind of stuff Um, like I I had uh, Tony Kunstam on here uh, before and uh, he's one of those that actually can make quite a (laughs) decent living on uh, drawing comics but yeah and uh, and you dipped your toe into acting as well yeah I don't know if I could call it acting but we okay I was part of a strange combination of theater, uh, rock concert, and uh, dancing. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> uh, it was a, a show called "Song uh, off on an Instelt Schilsmessa." All right. Uh, songs from a cancelled divorce. Yeah. Uh, and the music was written by Mikael Vea, mm, uh, one of Sweden's most known singer-songwriters. Yeah. yeah. And it's uh, the songs were uh, from I, what I th- consider his his best album ever because mm-hmm. it's he's he's usually uh, quite political in his songs yeah, and yeah. Uh, but this uh, songs these songs uh, sprung from his his broken heart and uh, mm. they are extremely honest. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. So before I got the offer to to participate. Uh, in this show, I had actually listened a lot to this album and uh, mm. liked it a lot. Mm. So it was a it, it was a really fun thing to do. We did two tours. Mm. This um, the first time was in 2015. It was uh, just the south of Sweden, but last year we toured all of Sweden. Mm. And uh, the, the the opening. Uh, Show was in Haparanda. Yeah, the the northernmost town in Sweden, isn't it? Yeah, one of one yeah. of them uh, at least. It's close to Finland. You mm. can walk. You can walk uh, to Finland mm. there, like mm. in, in five minutes. So that that was that was kind of fun. Uh, it didn't end well though. I, I uh, when we got to Gothenburg, I fell off fell off the stage and. Uh, mm. Mm. Broke four ribs during sound check. During right? sound check, not during the show. No, oh. and we had to cancel the last three uh, shows. Shit, that was really horrible. <laughs> yeah, it sounds <laughs> fuck- really, really <laughs> painful. Yeah. Uh, so uh, the lights just went out, and you didn't. You couldn't find your. You thought the stage was under your foot, and yeah, it exactly. was not. <laughs> yeah, it was the, the the light guy was doing his check at the same time. Yeah, the sound check. So it was. Uh, lights out there for a while and then i fell in the mm. darkness mm. maybe it's smarter not to move when it's yeah, pitch black. i learned my lesson <laughs> I'm, i'll never move again uh, on, on stage i'm gonna stay in one place oh so you just fell down on to uh like yeah. one of the seats yeah one of the you know the the what do you call it the, the armrests the armrests yeah Ouch. it was like an old really uh well-built wooden armrests mm, mm. Cracked four ribs and. Uh, but the chair was fine. The chair was uh, <laughs> fine. <laughs> and how how long did it take to recoup from all that? Two three months. Uh, couldn't lie down. Couldn't hardly breathe. Forget laughing. 
Yeah, forget laughing, sneezing, uh, oh, yeah. uh, oh. uh, coughing. You'll sneeze a rib off. The light guy must have felt kind of guilty. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, but it wasn't his fault. No, I I, but I think they they changed because of this. They the at Riksteatern they they changed some routine that mm-hmm. some uh, like a Lex Andy uh, type of thing. Because of this, I think they changed uh, the routine that you you can't do sound check and light check at the same time or something. Wow, because of you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you messed it up for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so well, you mean there's not much acting in the show for you, or was it more like uh, a musical performance, like you were used uh, to? Uh, we were we were actually part in the dancing a lot, mm-hmm. uh, so I, I I did some moves and uh, even did a, like a ballet lift mm. uh, and, and stuff like dirty that. dancing style. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Uh, and uh, well, there was a, some acting, but more like in facial expressions. Uh-huh. There weren't any lines; like the, it was just the the lyrics on the song. Mm, mm, mm. So it was, uh, yeah. There, there weren't any lines at all. It's just mm. uh, one song after another. But, yeah. uh, but you acted the songs out in yeah, a way, in yeah, a musical yeah. kind of way. All right. Uh, was the dancing within your comfort zone, or was that something new? Yeah, in, in the beginning, I was so scared about mm. this. Uh, never danced much in in my entire life, uh, but the choreographer uh, Lydia Voss, uh, she's brilliant, and she, uh, I mean, she adjusted my choreography to my ability, mm-hmm. so it never felt. Uh, uncomfortable actually and, mm. and we re- rehearsed a lot like two three months mm. before we actually went on tour so uh, oh that's good uh, mm. so I, I think it turned out pretty well mm. and you said you were just offered this out of the blue you didn't pursue it in uh, any way? Uh, at least at first it, it was kind of strange actually because we did a pitch for this for for the for malmo opera mm-hmm. opera mm. the the big shots there it was like the dance crew the band and me and regina lund oh yeah mm. at first mm. swedish actors yeah and then we uh they said well this this looks interesting and then i didn't hear anything for about two years mm. that's enough time to uh, forget about it yeah and then uh they asked me to do one song. Uh, they, they had some kind of, uh, sh- sh- what do you call it, showreel or something mm, at, yeah. or, at Malmö uh, Opera, mm. where they're going to show the, the upcoming attractions or something. And, they, and then I, they, they asked me if to do one song. And they said, well, you're probably not going to get the part, but mm. we're going to we pay you for to do this. Uh, all right. I said, well, mm, okay. <laughs> and then it's a gig, I guess. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, when I did this song, it went pretty well. And then they reconsidered. Well, maybe mm. you, sh- you should do the part. Mm. So I actually had to do a, a what do you call it when you uh, audition? Yeah, an audition. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, again, like, mm, uh, mm. and I and they were talking about you know bringing it like. They had to consider some major uh, Swedish actors for this mm, uh, mm. these roles. Mm. There was one female role and one male role, and they were not at all in my uh, the way I sing. I mean, they were more opera singers, and right? So, uh, you know, but they were I, more school like musical, yeah, like Tom Michel by kind of exactly, style exactly, people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and uh, so I, I thought when I went there, I wasn't nervous because I. I didn't think I was going to get the part anyway. Mm, mm, no. So and and I was going on tour That's to Italy situation. the next day. Mm. So I was already uh, on the road in my head. So I went mm. there and I made like a really killer audition, mm. like uh, really rough, like mm, mm, mm. Uh, <laughs> focused. As yeah, shit. yeah, yeah. And they because you had been rehearsing for the tour and everything, so you were like your machinery was oiled. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I, 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 like, I mean, I didn't. I didn't feel intimidated by these big shots there. Mm. So I I did like really good addition, I think, that shocked them a little bit. Because <laughs> it was a rock, like a rock and roll uh, yeah, yeah. type of audition. 
And then I went on tour to Italy and I forgot about them. I got a phone call when I was in Naples or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got the part. Uh, congratulations. That was yeah. a good day. Yeah. Being in Naples, getting a yeah, phone was, call like yeah. you got a job. It was a really good uh, day. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, it, to me, it sounds obvious because you're Scanian, you're from down here, just like Mikael Villa is. So I guess that suits his. The, the lyrics and the the songs and yeah. he's not a opera or a musical like school kind of singer oh. so this seems like you and your voice would be perfectly suited for his kind of stuff so yeah. to me it's like a no brainer who who else would do it yeah we got a couple of other rock dudes around here like uh, you know I I don't know Nisa <laughs> Helba yeah. whatever so yeah. could do it but you know so why go another direction. It's, uh, I don't know. It's uh, the way these, the the way they uh, think in the opera world or in the theater world. Yeah. I, I, mm. I'm not sure, but it it went for. I mean, we did this pitch in 2012, mm. and then we we did the first tour uh, 2015. So it was like from idea, and the idea was came up in 2010 2011 so i mean it's a, a lot of years to to get things realized in, in that world i guess yeah yeah it does but it, it does. was fu- it was fun and it was uh it was really uh, i mean they paid well and they yeah. and the, the mm. hotels were nice and mm-hmm. the, and the i mean we got a lot of days off and mm. so yeah, when you're Things on that I'm level, not used to you no, know, right, in the no, no, rock no. and roll world. No, well, when you're on that level in Swedish theater, then yeah, yeah, things are are a certain way because we've got rules and regulations yeah, and yeah. stuff like union you have, rules. You don't get that in Naples or in mm. in a, yeah wherever. No, I, I guess <laughs> it's, if you get to some level where you play the big concerts, big shows, then yeah. you you got that kind of yeah. Those kind of rules and levels uh, yeah. in place, but uh, if you're not up there, then uh, most most of <laughs> you, us, whatever, aren't. So no. you operate on a whole other level of performance if you're like a musical performer and opera singer and stuff like that. Yeah. And uh, so even if you can sing, that's an that's another type of knowing how to sing. I, yeah. I've been to a couple of musical theater auditions and instantly realized this is way over my <laughs> my head and my ability and you can always, you can see it in the eyes of those judgmental people <laughs> <laughs> sitting in the audience almost like you can see them starting to shake their head a little bit without, mm, <laughs> without knowing it but i it's good to step out of your comfort zone and see if you yeah. can you can reach to another plateau when you're working on it i guess you know uh, did you feel like you you learned something or grew as a performer in more ways than the dancing. <laughs> did, you, did you grow as a as a singer and a performer in other ways from this? Yeah, I, I, I realized, uh, first of all, I realized that the uh, the the thing, like the rehearse, uh, when we rehearsed, we rehearsed for almost three months. Mm. And this, uh, I mean, if you re- rehearse for a rock and roll tour, I mean, it's if you're lucky, a week or or four days or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But mm. but it, it's I mean, it's important for. I mean, you really knew the songs uh, mm. in a way that you usually don't. So uh, that way, I, I I realized the important uh, importance of uh, rehearsing. Mm. And I guess you uh, had to reconstruct the lyrics as a script. And really realize what every line yeah, meant and, and what and you want from the other person when you sing to them. And, yeah. yeah, and also uh, try to uh, distance myself from the Mikalvia way of doing it to make it ah. songs my own, and 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 help me to uh, also help me to, to I mean to feel comfortable singing in Swedish in my native oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, mm. tongue. Do you think that so, uh, that show might have helped to get you to do this album? Yeah, definitely. Oh, okay, yeah, because yeah. you're now comfortable with it and you know that it works. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I mean, um, have you ever felt during your uh, your upbringing or even in adult life, whatever, that you're not comfortable with our accent, this regional accent that we have? 
because I, I, I certainly have, a, like, and especially when I'm supposed to sing or whatever. And yeah. Should I use my own accent? It sounds so rough, you yeah, know, yeah. or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Well, <clears throat> my, uh, my uh, problem with, with the Skåne accent, I mean, was that actually I, when we did this uh, theater thing the first mm. time, mm. Uh, it was recorded on uh, some some guy filmed uh, one of the shows mm. and we, when I was supposed to do it the, the next time two years later the the, the, the national tour mm. I watched this to, to just try to remember it yeah. and you know and I felt like I'm I'm singing like it's not really my dialect it's like mm. too uh, nice or uh, so I, that's what I worked on the second time we started rehearsing, like to to really sing the way I talk. Okay. Did you so, sound more like you were from uh, Lund or something since yeah, you, you yeah, lived there? Or, yeah, yeah, okay, like yeah. That, you know, like. <laughs> a, a nice version of Scanian. Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, okay. So I really tried to uh, to find my own voice, mm. and it was it wasn't easy. That's it's pretty strange that it's so hard to do that. Yeah. But I, you had the perfect material to try that out with, since yeah. since he, Mikael is also from here and uh, ne- yeah. never <laughs> ever back down from singing his own kind of no, no, way of no. uh, of talking and singing. And uh, uh, I think, I mean, he has never done anything else. I think, but uh, if you write Swedish lyrics, you have to write them in a way so that it, they suit this dialect. Yeah. I've noticed yeah. like some people are I, the Swedish language songs I've written I've sometimes had to after trying them out and rehearsing with them realize I got to change a few of these words around because they just don't sound good to sing in this dialect yeah. it's they, they get stuck in your mouth almost and doesn't sound musical and uh, can almost depend on where in the sentence and the line they are if you yeah. start with something with uh, no, <laughs> doesn't work there. Yeah. Did you find that as well when you wrote this that uh, you had to think, think this dialect? Uh... Yeah, and, and 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 I mean, and not too much, maybe. Like some words you use here, uh, and, and of course you can put them yeah. in, in the songs, but uh, it's not like uh, the whole album is sung in some. Uh, non-understandable uh, way. I, no. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, mm, but yeah. Of course... Uh, Somebody from Stockholm would understand yeah, everything. Sure, sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. But the, di- di- the dialect, dialect thing here is pretty interesting. Like, just in this town, we have like 20 different dialects or something. I mean, it's... Uh, sure, yeah, sure. I mean, sometimes I think... Like, oh, that's how it used to be. Now we're so mixed, so there are no real regional. But but there are, because we have the whole, you know, immigration situation and, yeah. and that they, uh, they tend to live in some uh, suburbs and stuff, and they develop their dialect out there. And <laughs> so, of course. <laughs> and um, like you mentioned, Limham, yeah. People speak a little bit different out there, yeah. and if if they're especially if they're around the same kind of people all the time, yeah. Um, I guess I try to uh, refine my dialect a little bit. Uh, I I had a lot of my childhood uh, out in the countryside, uh, yeah. and uh, so I was a, a bit broader when I was a kid. Yeah, I guess uh, I think I was too. Like when I lived in an all love, mm, mm. for instance, there's quite broad dialect there. Yeah. I, I've listened to some tapes from when I was a kid, <laughs> uh, and it was definitely broader. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it it happens uh, naturally that you change your, your dialect a bit. 
Uh, you have to, because otherwise people from all around the country wouldn't understand you. <laughs> and yeah, like we said, it, it's a mixed town in different ways. Uh, we're now an education town with a university and everything. Mm-hmm. So people come from all all around yeah. uh, mixing it up. So uh, sometimes they wouldn't understand us even <laughs> if we, we went to, uh, too far with it. Um, I don't think I've told this story on the podcast uh, when I was... Uh, going to drama school or film school actually as a film acting uh, school uh, there was a uh, one of the teachers had a had a thing where he wanted us to speak in our native tongue uh, and then people from different countries would do a scene together and just speak in their native language and see, do an improvised scene and see what happens and uh, because they wouldn't understand each other and blah, blah, blah. And he assumed that I was from Germany. He didn't remember that I was Swedish or something like that. And uh, so it was just me and this uh, other uh, Swedish person uh, who's from the north of Sweden. So we were like, yeah, okay, just us left and we're both from Sweden. And then she had an idea. No, 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 wait, wait a minute. If we speak our... Uh, respective regional dialects as broad as we possibly can, then we would have problem understanding each other. <laughs> so let's try that. Uh, especially from her, she she would especially have trouble understanding what I I said if I went like full like on like my dad <laughs> or something. So we we tried that. And it was it was hilarious. It was really weird. I don't know, I, she was I think she was playing a, a police officer and I was coming in with some com- complaint about what happened to me and okay. she was like can you speak Swedish <laughs> so that's pretty good that sounds really interesting actually mm. yeah so we do have that spread in Sweden that we don't necessarily uh, get everything we we say oh definitely just because not. we're like, no. I've, I've been up north uh like uh, touring a few times and it's mm. it's like a whole other country up there like compared to here oh yeah sure it's uh nature's different uh, yeah. yeah everything uh i never actually never been that far up i've uh i think that the <laughs> the northernmost place i've been is like Uppsala. okay so that's just half the country uh <laughs> and uh, yeah it's a long country so, yeah it is but uh, mm, i really should go i know i know but i have i've never had any particular reason and when i've wanted to see different places i wanted to go to other countries and yeah, went course. to out into europe and stuff like that um uh, how long how far uh, rather how far have you gotten when you've toured when uh, with music and stuff uh, you mean uh, geographically geographically or? yeah well i've been uh, the u.s uh, oh yeah okay. and uh yeah, all over Europe, actually. Mm. Uh, yeah. The U.S., I did uh, east, the East Coast and the South. Uh, all right, perfect. Yeah, it was fantastic. So, I mean, what, you did, did New York? Yeah. Uh, New Orleans, maybe? No, no, never Louisiana, but Alabama, uh-huh. Mississippi, wow. uh, Georgia, Tennessee, uh, Virginia, uh, yeah. Okay, and your music is very Americana, and uh, there's a lot of blues influences and stuff like that. So I guess it would go over really well in the states. Well, uh, or didn't they welcome you <laughs> because you're not one of them or something? No, 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 not like <laughs> that. But I mean, it, the 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 this country, the the country of the United States of America is very. Uh, there are fifty countries. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. They, I mean, it's it's. Kind of strange. Mm. I, I remember uh, the first show of the tour uh, was in Birmingham, Alabama. Yeah. That's really the deep south. Mm. Mm. And I, I started singing, I think, uh, the song Red Room. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm. Uh, where I sing uh, some blasphemic themes there, like uh, holy books tell holy fairy tales yeah, 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 and stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> didn't go I love that line, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, no. That so didn't it go was well. like a total disaster, this show, like because they're deeply religious down there. Yeah. And there were like gasps in the audience. I, I sang, the good Lord is dead. And, yep. and there were no applause and, and no one bought any albums. And 
I thought, shit. Like, could be worse. They could be throwing bottles, like a yeah, Bl- yeah, Blues yeah, Brothers yeah. style. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Tar and feather me or yeah, something, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. run me out of town. But And I thought, like, this was the first show of the tour. Oh, my God, is this is how, how it's going to be? No. And then uh, we went to Memphis the next day. And, mm. uh, that was a whole other... It was a big success, this show. And, Bigger you know, town, so... Yeah, the music yeah. town, like, and mm. they got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so it, it was a really nice tour, actually. Uh, and we, I played uh, in Nashville and mm. Washington, D.C., New York, Boston. A lot of the music towns and yeah. cities, yeah. So it was, I was really great. Played a very nice venue in New York called uh, Joe's Pub. Uh-huh. It's uh like it's not a pub, it's more like a theater. Mm. Uh it's a pretty famous place. I think Lou Reed played the week before me at the, the, this, oh. uh, this venue. Oh wow. And it was like, like a dream come true had like a baby grand piano on the stage mm. and, mm. and uh you could actually feel the subway rumbling on underneath your oh, feet. Cool. And, uh, it's in uh, East Village. Uh, added vibe. Okay, East Village. Yeah. Uh, which year was this? 2010. Okay, yeah. Three years before Lou died. <laughs> so, okay, so this this tour didn't start out, out very well, but no, then it just got better and better. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, actually, you didn't have one of those bombing situations again. Oh, no, no. Just in Birmingham, Alabama, actually. <laughs> Did the promoter know that this might be a tough one and start you out with that? Or <laughs> no, no, I don't think so. Just a coincidence. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. shit. <laughs> Are you going to tour around Sweden with this one? Yeah, a couple of shows, I guess. But I mm. mean, it's, there's no big tour planned uh, for this. No, I don't know. I just, uh, I just want to wanted to release an, a new album. Yeah, and uh, it was time. <laughs> yeah, it was time. Like, I, it's five years ago when I, I released the last one. Mm. So, uh, but we're going to do a show at. Uh, Victoria Teatern. Mm-hmm. Great local Next theater. Next week, yeah. uh, on the 19th of April. Mm. Tickets left? No, it's sold out. It's sold out. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> okay, so we can't plug that. So you're out of luck if you want to go to Victoria Teatern. Um, but you said it's going to be more shows some, some yeah, place yeah, else. Yeah, and yeah. Maybe, maybe close by as yeah. well. Yeah. Um, hmm. And you did have some other. Do you want to talk about that other project you had? Like you did some um, uh, some other music projects uh, not that long ago. We had some covers and stuff on. Oh yeah, uh, some collaboration with another musician. Yeah, exactly. With you know, you mean the Kurtz? Uh, yes, uh, the, yes, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I have like a, a contract with uh, a couple of. Uh, like uh, companies who uh, try to uh, place music in uh, movies and uh, mm-hmm. TV series. Yeah, that's great. So big uh, money. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mm. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's probably the only way mm-hmm. right now to mm. make some some serious cash from doing music. Mm. So I, I have a contract with Centrop, the Danish. Uh, Movie uh, producer, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. which do all the uh, last one trio uh, stuff and yeah, exactly. all that, yeah. And I also have a contract with Bad Taste Records from mm. originally from Lund, mm, yeah, but who, who has uh, they have specialized in past years of doing this. It's called synchronization, like placing uh-huh. music in, uh, yeah, movies. Mm. And and TV shows and stuff, maybe commercials and yeah, stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. Mm. So we did like project with uh, uh, with covering uh, unexpected song, mm, uh, mm. like Cambodia, the Kim Wilde song, and mm. we did. Uh, we even did Heaven, like Brian Adams. Yeah, I really don't <laughs> like that song, but we we. <laughs> <laughs> but, but make it your own. It was a it was a challenge. Like okay, sure. I'm gonna try to do something good out of a song I don't like. Mm. Uh, 
and we actually got one of the songs is on a TV show right now, or it was it was like a trailer on a trailer, I think, for, uh, mm. of uh, the American TV show Angie Tribeca. Oh yeah, uh, I don't think it's aired here in Sweden at all, but but uh, no, maybe, maybe not. But I know about it. Yeah, mm. I think Steve Steve Carell wrote. The, the the script uh-huh. that show, the, okay mm. the comedian mm, yeah. yeah so uh yeah yeah and over the years i've i've had quite a few songs in different movies and mm. that's a great way to be uh, to be discovered yeah people see a film and hear something and like what is that and wait to the credits to see what it is and yeah. then then check it out. E- even commercials, even better, because it just pipes into people's homes. And yeah. if it strikes a chord, then everybody's going to be like, what is that song? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I mean, there are several bands who got their big break yeah. f- from that kind of stuff. Have you noticed any like boosts for yourself just because of those kind of things? Yeah, if you, I mean, if you, if you look at the listening statistic on Spotify, for instance... Hmm. One of my songs stand out, and that's the song they used in uh, Thomas Winterby's uh, "The Hunt," which was like nominated for an Academy Award and and the Golden Palm in Cannes. Mm -hmm. Which is pretty, uh, yeah, indie film, indie film. Mm. But I mean, it got a lot of attention because Mm. of this, Mm. and and they've used this song in several other Danish movies and and some Swedish. Like Philip or Fredrik, these Swedish uh, comedian guys also used it in some one of their mm, shows, mm. and you can immediately see like, mm, I mean, mm. the 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 listening numbers go up uh, extremely, yeah. And you, uh, of course, uh, yeah. When I did tours, the promoters mentioned this, and the, mm, the, the mm, newspapers mm. have something to write about. Yeah, so it's, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Of course it helps. Uh, it's interesting that it, that kind of thing accumulates, like one song gets picked up for something, and then yeah. somebody else hear it and use it for something else. So that becomes the song. Yeah. Uh, and it's a great song, but uh, you got like 20 whatever yeah. they could have used just as well yeah, I think in the so same too. kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> in the same kind of style and are yeah. just as great so <laughs> interesting that's yeah, strange yeah. if something is the first song on Spotify because it has the most listens I guess it just gets more listens because yeah. people want because wanna, it's yeah. the first song yeah, yeah. Yeah. okay who is this and then they want to check that out I guess this is the best one mm. not, not necessarily no we got 40 years of songs on here <laughs> Uh, okay, so obviously you want to plug your new album, Tiltad, uh, out now, since yeah, it was out yeah, yesterday. Yeah. It's streaming on Spotify and everything, and you, get it, you can get it on iTunes, I guess, and yeah. everywhere you get music. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And uh, you're going to have some shows, but you, you don't know every every place and venue and date now. No, it's it's a bit fluent. Uh. The, the only thing I got right right now is Victoria Theater, but there there will be more uh, there, yeah. shows uh, in the summer and the autumn. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. Festivals and stuff, probably. Yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah. And uh, anything else you want to plug? Uh, where do we find you online and all that kind of stuff? Yeah, the usual places. Yeah. Uh, I I actually don't have a website. I, I just have the Facebook. Uh, page yeah and uh but you find me just google the name and you instagram or something. no 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 instagram it's no, too okay. much hassle i don't have twitter uh, i don't i only have that face you don't need twitter as a musician you really Maybe don't not. need twitter uh, no. twitter okay. is for comedians and politicians i feel yeah presidents <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's good that i said politicians you said yes and presidents because he's pretty far from a politician i guess <laughs> Mm, yeah, yeah. Now no, I feel, uh, but, but I like Instagram though. So I'm trying to uh, become better at that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, if if it feels like a hassle, then it is. <laughs> I guess I, I just get stressed out with too much things to uh, to handle. You know, mm-hmm. like, so 
Yeah, but you should have somebody do a website for you. Yeah, probably. It's 2018, to, damn it. <laughs> I used to have a, I used to have a website, and I even had the domain andyalmqvist.com. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then I lost it. I didn't pay or something. Mm-hmm. And I think right now it's uh, the people who own this domain. If you click on it, mm-hmm. it's a Chinese uh, dental bleaching firm. That <laughs> makes sense. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's really strange. Okay. Yeah. If you contact them to get it back, what would they say? Well, no, it's perfect for us. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I mean, it's really strange. Yeah. Uh, I don't have mine either. Uh, I, uh, I, I I tried to get it back, but no. There's uh, there's another guy with my name in uh up in Gothenburg, and he's a guitarist. And uh, the, the, the annoying thing there is that he doesn't use the address. It's, it redirects to his band. Okay. So why not just release the damn dot <laughs> .com address? Yeah. Yeah. So now i got to be PeterHollandActing.com. Okay. Mm, to specify <laughs> that it's me. Well, well, I have my own Twitter and uh, not, not unusual name enough. No, no. I I guess there's not many Andy uh, Unquists uh, out there. No, it's uh, it's only me, I guess. Mm. And good. it's it's a really hassle, like to. I mean, it's not it's not actually a good name to, especially the last name to. Uh, oh, I mean, to spell to spell. Oh. I mean, I've mm. heard the or to pronounce. Uh, mm-hmm. When I was, I did a few tours uh, in Italy these past years and. I've seen everything from Andy Almok. <laughs> what? Uh, really strange. <laughs> they can't pronounce it. It's impossible. Uh, so, uh, but I'm stuck with this. I should have had a like a stage name in the beginning. Mm. Uh, for, for but I, I just I'm stuck with it. I can't change it now. You know? Yeah, yeah. That's the fear. Um. I, I thought about having uh, some other name uh, when I got my first IMDb and stuff like that. Yeah. But, uh, I opted out of it. It's just, it's just fine. I mean, but your name is pronounceable, I guess. Peter it, Holland. It is. Uh, but I still had to decide on, on that because that's not yeah. how we pronounce it here. We pronounce it Hadin. Yeah. And uh, I, for many years, I said Hallen in, in English. Uh, then I noticed that that was mostly Americans who who okay. thought that Holland was a good idea, and Brits mostly said Holland. Yeah, and uh, and I started to feel it sounds a bit fancier with Holland than Holland, <laughs> so yeah. I, I'm I'm going with Holland. Holland, fine. Yeah. Well, uh, I mean, Stellan Skarsgård is doing okay, so I mean, it's uh, yeah, that's probably the Skarsgårds. Skarsgård, yeah, yeah. So I mean, yeah, why not stick to the Mm. original names yeah it's fine enough uh, yeah. and and i'm at least number one on uh, imdb i'm i'm not peter holland too uh, there's uh, there's another guy who is okay. actually yeah. yeah but he's only done like one thing or all right yeah so uh so within the realm of acting it's fine <laughs> but yeah in the realm of internets mm, it's trickier <laughs> oh well <laughs> yeah. uh right thanks you for coming oh it's been great yeah Thank you. Yeah. Bye. Bye-bye. Okay, thanks for listening, and check out next episode, which will be out on May 1st. And until then, don't walk around on stage when the light's out. You might hurt yourself. See ya.